It's big. It's black. It's about watches. Welcome to the Big Black Clock Podcast. Let's see what Kevin, Carl, and Dimitri have for us this week. Uh, so shall we start? How you doing, Kevin? I'm good. Yeah? How are you doing? Everything is good. It's the uh, fall season. Beautiful fall colors. Season. P- pumpkin apple spice. picking. Pumpkin spice. I can't eat apples. Pumpkin spice lattes? Yeah. Oof. <laughs> yeah. I've never had one of those. Me neither. No, I have. I've tasted it. Too fucking sweet. Ridiculous. <laughs> it's absurd. And I was like... <laughs> uh, I was dropping off someone at the airport. Did, did you feel basic after You it? picked up. Uh, no, I was dropping off someone no? at the airport. Do you uh, know who? No, sorry. I just say Uber, I was Uber, my brother. Uber days. Sorry, I was with my brother and he rented a car, but he rented it and we had to drop it off in the US. So once he drove into Canada, we drove over the border to Vermont or whatever one of those, dropped off at the airport. We stopped at Dunkin' Donuts. I got a pumpkin spice latte. Yeah, but it's Dunkin' Donuts. It's supposed to be Starbucks. The, like. It's all shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's all shit. <laughs> who the f*** says, I like pumpkin so much. Who has ever said that it's like my favorite of anything? Pumpkin. It's disgusting. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know what? I, nobody. <laughs> nobody <laughs> has ever said, oh, man, how good is a pumpkin? For anything. For anything. Pumpkin farmers? Maybe if... You are going to like, I don't know, carve them and make Halloween costumes. It could be useful. But otherwise, Halloween costumes. Pumpkins are pretty. <laughs> are you putting pumpkins on I don't your know. I just fucking head or putting them out in front of the house. Pumpkins are useless. They have no value. Maybe pumpkin seeds. I've had pumpkin seeds are good. It's true. Yeah. If you bake yeah, them. But, oh yeah, but like it's with salt. And but it's like things. a little. It's a few pumpkin seeds out of this fucking huge pumpkin. I just, I don't know. Pumpkins suck, man. <laughs> pumpkins. <laughs> So yeah, fall fall pick. I don't know <laughs> what the fuck did pumpkins ever do to you, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> Got molested by a pumpkin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was David Pumpkins. <laughs> I'm, I'm David here pumpkins, to molest you. <laughs> I'm oh here to molest you, man. What a great sketch, by the way. Yeah, I'm David Pumpkins, man. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that is the the issue with <laughs> pumpkins. So. um we had a bunch of fall picks. Oh yes, uh, you you guys went with uh, new releases and things that could be linked to the fall season. I did. That's um, why I'm talking about uh, the fall. I picks. went online. I typed watch and I typed the color orange and I looked at the one I liked. Well, so. you missed the assignment <laughs> entirely. I didn't understand your assignment. The <laughs> like assignment was it on pick, purpose. Watch picks for the fall based on the release. There was no release. There was, there was never. There was never orange. But that kind of does make sense, though. Like of all the things you could have done, you chose hey, a color. Let's talk about with. navy watches. Like, I'm gonna look up blue watches. <laughs> Just search blue, and it picks a blue pilot's watch. And we're talking about divers. <laughs> Fuck. <sighs> but uh, yeah, so no, I, I have watches that are just kind of color, fit a color. You're not colorblind. <laughs> 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 look at this amazing. It's called a Rolex. Uh, what's it called? The Hulk. <laughs> like no, it's green. <laughs> That's not orange. Um, so yeah, I have like uh, three watches that I think I, I at least I, I find really interesting, and they fit a, solid, a certain color scheme. And you Bet guys, you're one of them's a dark stuff. <laughs> if it's orange, yeah, no. We'll oh no, no, no. Uh, or nomos. What's got to be nope. that? Do- okay, then I, I stand corrected. I'm looking forward to hearing. You, you what sit. You sit corrected. I, I I look forward to hearing what uh, orange watches you picked. <laughs> so talking about orange this week, I'm wearing my blue <laughs> Pelagos. 
Uh, one thing I was thinking this week is I was I wanted to put it on the rubber strap all summer and I just never did it. Yeah, yeah. Like Usually. every time I was like just taking it, I was like, but summer ah. is good for bracelets, right? Summer is good for bracelets, yeah. So yeah. that's why I switched to a leather. Yeah. Once summer, I put my normal on a leather strap yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. So I need to do that soon because uh, it's still new in the box and I never tried it. But you should. Rubber um, bracelet and the idea was if it, I like it with the Pelagos, maybe to buy the Everest for the. Right, Air King. Nice. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. I also, I also suggested to take a look at um, EPB Paris. Okay. Because they have the leather outside and the rubber inside. Mm, yeah, I think you sent me a link. A little, they're pretty cool as well as uh, as an mm. um, option. What about a NATO for your Air King? Why not? Yeah, that'd be cool. Why not? That'd be cool. Yeah. There's a there's a <laughs> guy on Instagram is a uh, Elange on NATOs. Elange on NATOs, and that's the only thing that this. Only. <laughs> oh, <sh> <laughs> that's fuck you every day. I mean, I wish I had the fuck you money to be able yeah. to buy a Langenzones and just yeah. put them on NATOs. <laughs> Let me Pikachu my Bentley. <laughs> Lamborghinis exactly. on 13 inch rims. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just, so, why not? <laughs> so, so, you know, everything's possible. Uh, but yeah, I've talked about that um, Pelagos a lot. And I'll, next update with this will be with the rubber bands. At least that's the plan. That's good. Rubber B is another brand to look at. They also make Rolex um, rubber rubber straps for them, yeah, and they're quite good apparently. But Everest is still the best one for that. Abbé Paris, Abbé it's expensive though. Abbé Paris has the leather look and then the rubber interior, which is quite nice. Can I get the inverse, the rubber look with the leather interior? You can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, nobody's going to tell you anything. The world is your oyster case. <laughs> Love oysters. <laughs> Cases. Cases. <laughs> With vodka. <laughs> like cases of oysters or exactly. oyster cases? Yeah, yeah, just just oyster shells. So that's good. Yeah. What are we wearing this week? I am wearing better than your tutor is the <gasps> Doxa Sub 300T. I'm still wearing it from last week. This is the Aquamarine version. I prefer so my blue better. Yeah. Yeah. If you say so. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> 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 I um great watch, new to the family. This one um haven't taken it off in the last uh week or so. To be honest, it's 42 and a half millimeters in uh, diameter, 44, so it's kind of compact and pretty thin at 14 millimeters. It doesn't have um, a, um, any crystal it's that. What on this KX uh, size and shape in terms of mm. thickness? Yeah. In terms and of and thickness, how the yeah. how the bezel sticks out? It really sits well because the way the bracelet comes down is incredibly protruding. The lugs are very short. The lugs are very short at 44. So you're looking at a um, the beads of rice, traditional beads of rice, classic. It has an adjustable clasp that you can adjust right on the wrist. Very easy to crank. This watch also has 1,200 meters of water resistance uh, with a helium escape valve. So uh, yeah, love it. I got an aquamarine. A lot of people say, why don't you get a professional? Get in black. I just I just like the blue. I really do. I think it's great. It's like this Tiffany, Tiffany aquamarine blue. A lot of fun. I don't normally have watches in that color but i was like fuck it i have every other type color other conservative yeah. stuff I'm like get the one that i like I, I, don't I, get the one that everyone's going to tell me get the orange because that's the one that uh that yeah, uh, everyone gets that everyone has and that's what yeah. makes it doxa even though jacques Cousteau like black like i, do I love think, this watch. i think we should do an episode of the comparatives uh, versus yeah, you can right? talk about it so you know your watch was three thousand 
uh, $500 more, $4,000 yeah, more. It's, it's like six Gs. So we can, we can see <laughs> the also difference. Also a ladder, eh? Yeah, yeah. Weight wise? See, yeah, yeah. with titanium. But we can see the, the difference in uh, the, you know, obviously the Doxo probably win on the value proposition, but the Tudor does some really fantastic things. You know, what mm. the bezel can offer, the titanium that it does, uh, yeah. the way the blue is, the dial it, in itself. It, it's really interesting to see this. Uh, it's b- They're both 42s. Yeah. And, and the way that they manage it. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Tudor, the lugs are, are way smaller. The case is smaller, but there's a bigger... Uh, bezel, so it feels a bit bigger, but when you yeah. compare si- side to side with... Uh, it looks so much y- bigger, right? Your Doxa, right? Yeah. <clears throat> the lug to lug we have to see. And you see the Doxa, what I think is just incredible. I really think that the killer is it's it's a totally tool watch. It's mm-hmm. heavy, it's robust, it has a bunch of tool features to it, but they still package it really well. Yeah. It packages really, really yeah. well. Yeah. The I, I helium escape valve love is it. Su- super subdued and it looks dressy. It's polished when it needs to be. And it's I love the beads of rice. The beads of rice. That bracelet is insane. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. But, yeah, I, I, it's tooly, but it's really not tooly. Like if it, it feels like it's a tooly bracelet. Yeah. Like very utilitarian, but it looks very mm. dressy yeah. yeah great and you talk yeah. about diver of divers jesus this thing is 12 this is the diver 1200 12, meters of water resistance like a rock tank yeah 1200 meters of water resistance it's a it's a real fucking you'll kill. never have to use never no mm. never never you will never take it to the extremes let's say I, not I, in your pool yeah, i think the next two versus episode like we did with the seiko and oris should be uh the versus and the pelagos yeah and yeah. Meyer king and your milgos oh yeah and i'll judge and the milgos yeah well, no, last 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 time we I'll spent an hour getting shit on, but yeah, let's do it. <laughs> no, no, you no, like that I, though, no? As <laughs> uh, long as it's free. So weird finish. <laughs> we'll go with it. <laughs> He's the only one who loves it. It's like a. Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny how it took us like two seconds. I was just uh, yeah, I was just I was, lost I was processing, <laughs> and like I. I guess yes. He it didn't is. say what I think he did, did he? He's like Eminem. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure he did. It's yeah, all sure going to be beeped out. No, yeah, it better oh, be. Yeah. Yeah. Let them know <laughs> your true colors. Yeah, I'm going to beep the silence. So let our listener <laughs> know your true colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we all have true colors that we don't want on this podcast to be unbeeped. Well, this podcast, not really. We're really not on the platform that, that allows for us to be real. We're not an HBO special, <laughs> and we're not uh, full-time comedians, and we want to say funny things. But just remember, guys, we don't. We're just talking about watches we don't give a shit about anything else we're just <laughs> we love everyone we love everything and that's uh that's it except for carl <laughs> yeah yeah we don't like him. he's uh parkour yeah <laughs> so yeah what are you wearing dima i uh i'm wearing my god tier casio g2100 1a1 which is the you taking that on a vacation tomorrow i yes i am I am uh, wearing this because I actually wore it this week quite a bit, and I I just I have to. It's like what I was telling you guys in the other uh, previous episodes that I have three watches now that I really really like, and I have like a pretty much like a watch for every kind of situation, right? With my yeah. SPB, my Flieger, and my Speedmaster, but I still always find time to wear this uh, because I love it so much. Don't know what it is. It's not an expensive watch, but it's just it's just just the most versatile thing of all time. I might actually wear the the classic uh DW5600 uh instead um but uh this one is definitely deserving and this is going to be part of my discussion um in this podcast about the full watches. I have the uh I bought the GM2100 the metal. 
and I, I love it. I think it's fantastic. I took it off the rubber bracelet and I put it on the combi strap that I had and it's excellent, really excellent. So yeah, definitely win. Perfect. So who, do, who would like to start the fall pick? I will start. <laughs> My first pick comes from a brand called the Norcane. The new GMT has come out and I think that this watch is something that we all need to have a look at. I first discovered the brand a few years back on some forums. I had the chance to see them in person. I had read them on the link. I read them basically on the link to some of my, <laughs> Dimitri loves this, some of the research I was doing. Um, uh, I had read about the development of their movements with Kinesi. So the same movement that's developed for Tudor, Chanel, and Breitling, the ones that they use. So in fact, Norcane was founded by CEO Ben Kufer in 2018, and he brought on Ted Schneider. So Ted Schneider is a member of the Breitling family, uh, or the family that owned Breitling for like 40 years. And Mark Strait, if that name sounds familiar, he's a Swiss ice hockey pledge, uh, player and Stanley Cup winner. And they're the founders and board members of Norcane. So Norcane is a brand. You can actually see them. They actually were hosted on Hodinkee. They get sold by Hodinkee. These are, this is a watch that they um, they're, they now hold, right? But it, they had a release called the Neverest, which is a 40 millimeter collection that was introduced in August, I think, of last year. And the watch utilized the same caliber architecture as the Black Bay 58 from Tudor. So it's pretty much punching above its weight. It's pretty interesting. So... You have to understand that they're factoring the similar price points, calibers, and category segments that 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 Tudor was able to bring in, or these other brands were able to bring in. So a month later, the um, Norcane came out with what's called the Neverest GMT, forty-one millimeter watch. What does this sound familiar to you? This sounds a lot very familiar to what we saw from Tudor, the 41 millimeter GMT, mm. especially the fact that they're powered by the same Kinesi caliber that's found in the Tudor Black Bay GMT. Yeah. So while Tudor leverages the design of the Rolex GMT Master II, Norcane, as this young brand, comes in and releases three GMT watches that look exactly, that look very different, sorry, not look exactly, look very different then what we see from Rolex, you have a green, you have an orange that is found in a black PV, uh, black um, DLC treated case. Mm -hmm. And then you have a blue version. So the watches come in a 41 millimeter diameter, 14.94 uh, millimeter thick and 48.9 millimeter lug to lug. They come with some brushed polished elements really a sporty and i would also say really dynamic dressy gmt watch they have depth ratings of 100 meters which means you can just pretty much it's a sports watch and the thing is is that the dials if you look at them they're all black and they come with this like special norcane pattern and it gives you a depth that you normally find with a sports watch so the colors that you see normally in a gmt represents the difference between day and night so in this, you have the option of the green white, the blue white, and uh, it allows and the orange white in the DLC variant from this trio, and it gives you the option to choose whichever one that you would uh, prefer. Excuse me. At the three o'clock, you'll find a date window um, as well that's really quite well integrated within the dial because the date window is actually 
black. So what's interesting about this Neverest GMT collection is that it's affiliated to a specific uh, project. It's called the uh, Butterfly Project. So it's an organization that was created by Norbu Sherpa and Andrea Sherpa of the Wild Yak Expeditions, which actually I find very interesting because I did not know this was a thing. Sherpas? Yes, they help people climb mountains. More so than that, what this does is that these two people, Andrea and, and uh, Andrea Sherpa and Norbu Sherpa, have successfully climbed Mount Everest seven times. They founded the Wild Yak Expeditions in 2014, and specifically this, 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 this foundation helps families of Sherpas who've lost their lives in the Himalayan mountains and give their children access to education, which I think is just a wonderful, wonderful cause of which that they're committing to so they believe that education can lead to the way to, of opportunity and norkay is is believes in this as well so they've committed to sending 50 children to school in 2021 supporting them in the coming years and the sales of the neverest will pay for these school fees and the classroom material the books the uniforms and any athletic equipment so some of the points that i think are interesting about this watch is that people need to consider is that you can get something that is and look, I'm going to make the comparison. Tudor GMT. Tudor GMT has the better name, but Norkane comes under the radar. The movements come from the same factory under Kinesi. And Manufacture Calib both. What? They both Manufacture Calib. They're both Manufacture Calibs. They're, yeah. they're both from the Kinesi uh, manufacturer. You're talking about more colorways than the Pepsi, something more original. You can get it in a black DLC coated or you can get it in a stainless steel. 100 meters of water resistance just like them and the the bezels here on these watches are actually made in ceramic while that of the tudor is made in aluminum so it actually has a, a little check mark above that so at this price point there's no losing stainless steel version 3900 on the bracelet 3700 on the nato 3690 on the rubber strap 3690 on the flex fabric strap and for the DLC stainless, a little bit more expensive because it's uh, there's a coated forty five hundred in bracelet, forty one ninety on the NATO, forty one twenty on the rubber strap, forty one hundred on the flex fabric strap. If you want something connoisseur, you want something under the radar, Hodinki sells them. Norke Adventure, big pick for me this fall. So that's my first pick. Really interesting. Very cool, huh? I was looking at Norke recently on their website, and um, I don't know if their logo for me. I don't know. First thing I, I thought is like either is the top of a mountain, it's like we, or weird yeah. hockey sticks. It could be the guys, uh, the Mark Strait is yeah. from the NHL, yeah. And uh, the dial that's it, it's a Norkane pattern for me, like from afar. Let's say when you when you yeah. just scroll through their website, it looks like a carbon dial. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Carbon fiber. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, very good. That was my first pick. Who's next? I'll go next. Beautiful. I uh, was looking recently once more at vintage watches. Okay. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Fall picks. Releases. Vintage watches. Fuck <laughs> you, Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll be 2021 correct. full um, releases. Vintage 1967. <laughs> <laughs> Salmon dial. <laughs> so, Omega Seamaster from the 60s, 1962. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that goes with the... Uh, Hopefully it goes with the fall. Was it uh, yeah. September 1962 or no? No, no, no. March. Uh, <laughs> uh, reference number is uh, 14703SC. But the reason I, I picked it is just because for me, that 
tile for me felt Halloween-ish. So it's the orange crosshair, but with this one has a patina on it. Okay. You're really going to have to share that on Instagram so people can see. This yeah, looks yeah. like um, like a butternut squash. <laughs> or that. Uh, but yeah, so for I don't know. For, for me, when I was looking into it, I, it was in my like follow list, let's say, on Corner24. Uh, I'll I'll take a screenshot and put it on Instagram. Um, for, I don't know why. Even before we had this episode, for me, I felt like that was a watch for uh, around Halloween. Everything on the watch is um, like a dark um, beige cream, and there's a fitted like orange line that's like crosshair dead middle in the uh, on the watch. Yeah, <clears throat> I almost purchased it. <laughs> I was really close to. Uh, I think the 34 millimeter is just what's still um, keeping me from buying it. Um, so movement is a 5.52. It's a 24 joule. Um, it's manual wind. There's no um, n- no automatic movement in it. And lug width goes from uh, it's from 18 to uh, 15. On the, the lug width, uh, the um, the strap that comes with it. Quick note, I just really want that watch. So I had to talk about it today. But I'll put some pictures on the um, on the Instagram and maybe I'll have it at some point in the next episode. Did you buy it? No, but I'm really close to. I love, I, I don't know why, I just love it. I love the button on it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. yeah. Just press add to cart. And uh, check out now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, I'll, I'll put some pictures on Instagram and um, I'll, I'll make sure that people can see it. But for me, I don't know if this one felt fall fell halloween i know that was the release but for me i have to go on that vintage one yeah so that was quick just a quick note today for this one the next Mm. one i'll make a bit more sense okay (laughs) um i'm gonna go for a a recent release in the fall which is basically what we're supposed to be discussing um, (laughs) yeah yeah i'm I'm not good uh it's a brand that i really really like it's a micro brand called baltic watches uh they are for me, probably my favorite micro brand because I like every single watch that they have made so far. They just released a new watch which they branded uh, MR, stands for Micro Rotor. Amazing. Uh, that watch like killed it uh, right away on the news on Instagram as soon as it appeared. Because, um, well, the, the the one thing that's a bit unfortunate with this watch is that it's um, it's a limited release. I think they only made 200 pieces. So it's really unobtainable. Because the brand right now is, even though a micro brand, uh, they're so popular that, right? Like if you probably don't didn't know about this release like way in advance and you didn't go to the it website was kind to of buy a right away during the day, eh? yeah. So it's difficult to obtain it. Why this watch is cool is that it follows their let's say general pattern on making vintage-looking timepieces. It has like Breguet uh, uh, numbers on the on the dial. Uh, it features a Chinese movement. Uh, with a micro rotor that they took and highly, uh, not highly, but they definitely decorated it. I wouldn't yeah, say decorated highly it. recorated it. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't compare it to like a Langenzone, let's say decoration style levels. Um, took a, a vintage size of a watch as well. I think it's 36, 36 yep. millimeters. Yep. With a micro rotor, a Chinese movement, all that is priced for, let's say, $800 Canadian, about. Yep. $750. It's yeah. almost impossible to to get such an amazing um watch in such a package and for that price uh i think the only point of contention was that um it's a chinese movement that's not let's say advertised to be extremely precise uh 
but the fact that um but Baltic has always been known for not using like the salidas or the eta movements yeah they had a they had a chinese seagull in their bike they compass, had a seagull right? in the in yeah. the chronograph yeah exactly uh and I, I kind of like this is what they're doing because let's say being able to price such a fantastic looking watch by the way the mechanism fits perfectly into the case right so there's very little bezel let's say and then it's it's open case back decorated movement with a micro rotor it's just there's so much to look at. You can't find a micro rotor, no. or, you know, other than a Chinese. A- and um, one thing to add is that the Baltic has been known, and they're not really offering, let's say, eta movements or silita movements, because if you wanted to be able to squeeze a watch into the same price bracket, you'll have to take sacrifices. Other than their Bathyscaphe, I think is a high end Miota nine yeah. series, yeah, yeah, nine thousand series, right? Yeah, yeah. for seven hundred fifty bucks, you are getting so much watch. Oh yeah, and it's true to let's say like the vintage yeah, the uh, de- designs the details are amazing they have like a guilloche on the yeah. microsecond hand yeah and it's the texture like and the dial texture itself is fantastic numerals it's fantastic yeah. fantastic watch i i i was a bit the only thing i was a bit surprised uh not surprised sorry but the only thing that i kind of was like eh, not sure about is when i saw uh, the um the precision on the uh movement itself it was like plus minus 45 seconds per day uh, but I I feel like it's more kind of like what Seiko has to do is that when they go for the most extreme, right, just to be safe. But in reality, all those watches are a lot more precise than that. Uh, but overall, you're getting something that if it had a Swiss movement would be costing like multiple twice. thousands of dollars. Yeah, probably twice the price. Yeah. yeah. So really, really good offering from a, from an f- awesome brand. Yeah, they're really killing it. I did not mention this brand on the... To the point that they actually had, what's his name, uh, Jean-Claude Bivet, Oh, wear it. Yeah. Wear yeah, yeah, yeah. a, a Baltic. And it's like, God, that's yeah. a... And, and they had a watch as a micro brand. They had a watch and only watch. They yeah, created yeah. a full... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, 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 they and, actually created one. Yeah. And the sector dial version of the Bicomp, I can't remember what the name of the, the, the watch itself is, but the, the sector dial version, not the chronograph, the but H- the regular H- one. H- 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 HMS002 H- or something, uh, is one of my favorite micro brands, micro brand offerings of any brand, micro brand. So, everybody Absolutely. check out uh, Baltic. They're killing it. Absolutely. Killing it. I agree. Yes. Yes. What next, about you, uh, next one, eh? You already went. You're right. Absolutely. All right. My turn. Let's go for the next fall pick. I went with... Dear ah, Darling... We are talking about Grand Seiko, the new GSSBGX347 and 349. So, Grand Seiko continues their focus on beauty, elegance, simplicity, and these are quartz watches. They are time only, so they have no complications, no date, very stark dials in the SBGX347, 349. They are part of the Elegance Collection. Both watches are exactly what Grand Seiko should be all about. You're looking at a narrow bezel, box-shaped crystal case back, uh, call back to the designs from Grand Seiko's past. These watches are unique. They are simple. The hour minute hands are diamond cut. They reflect the smallest trace of light. They pop out when you're looking at them. I saw them at the last, uh, when we were at um, our AD uh, a couple of weeks back. 34 millimeter case, slim profile. The watches are powered by the Epic or iconic caliber 9F61 high-end quartz caliber, which is an accuracy of plus or minus 10 seconds <coughs> a year. They have two versions of it. You have the clean, noble, white dial, and you also have the SBGX349, which is a bold, sharp-looking blue 
dial that strikes out. These watches are a little bit smaller. They're at 34 millimeters by 10.7 millimeters thick, 30 meters of water resistance, crocodile leather. It's hard as a value proposition to go against the fact that these watches are 3,300 bucks. 34 millimeter though. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. A- and um, so if you can pull it off, this is a perfect unisex watch. I think it's an excellent v- fall delivery by Grand Seiko with these letter straps ready for winter. So I said initially that I had five uh, watches to talk about. Uh, now I have four because I had uh, <laughs> that the Seiko Quartz, the Grand Seiko Quartz uh, collection as well you on my these? list. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. boy. So uh, I agree with you 100. Uh, percent The only things that I saw to me that stood out in in in, in terms of uh, in terms of let's say a difficulty to to justify the purchase of this is the price, 3,300 bucks, uh, and the size. 34 millimeters. I thought it was a bit too small, but it, but you're right. It's a perfectly unisex watch. Uh, thirty-three hundred bucks, though. I agree. Uh, Grand Seiko makes uh, high precision quartz, and this is a plus minus ten seconds per year, right? It's on par with like the Valunjin VHP and uh, and stuff. Yep. Uh, still difficult for me to justify the price, but yeah. it's a Grand Seiko. Yeah. <coughs> it's if if you're gonna get it's like imagine you can have the best of something. This is it. The best quartz you can get is this. Yeah. With a chrono yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. The best. Agreed. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Anyway, it's a beautiful quartz movement too. If you look at the actual movement oh, itself, yeah. it's a beautiful, beautiful quartz movement. It's not an open it's case, though, right? Nine, no. And is it I gold? It's an actual. I don't know. Gold plated. It's nine jewels. Actually, it's nine jewels. Serviceable quartz. I mean, if there was a Grand Seiko quartz that had, and they do. There's a few models. It's a steel with gold, two tone type that has the display case back. I would get it. Or I would get one that I really like, and if I could find someone who could customize and make me an exposed case back to showcase my movement, hell, I would. And I think that that would be absolutely as a killer, because I think this 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 movement is really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that the they need to find a way. I think watch manufacturers because quartz is a fantastic movement, especially if it's a high when like it's a high yeah, yeah, well done. Yeah. Uh, I feel like manufacturers need to find a way to showcase. A quartz movement. Yeah, but they don't make it for that, right? They make it for it to be cheap and they can sell it cheap. Anyway, and that's more precise. Yeah, exactly. But that's my second piece. Good good pick. Yeah. What about you, Carl? It, me, still color team, but I think it's a... It, orange it, also? Yeah, well, orange, reddish. It's orange, pink. Br- brown, pink. Can I, can I guess? Blue. Yeah. I'm guessing if I have a price range. if I Is it a 5000 up? Yes. It's seven thousand dollar Canadian. Seven thousand. I'm going orange, reddish. They call it red, but it's orangeish. At least at my eye. Oh, is that a new uh, the Rolex Oyster Perpetual Blood Orange Red Whatever thing? I Coral guess. Red. Yeah, I'm mm. guessing. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, f- <laughs> <laughs> you are. Uh, you seem to know uh, a thing or two about watches, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my Prince version. I'm like yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, no, that Rolex. Oh shit! Yeah, <coughs> I've seen that on. Um, uh, who was it? The which tennis player was on TV? He's playing tennis, and uh, cool. <laughs> he was wearing that, and they. I actually saw like a TikTok with like a amazing. fitness fitness model that she has like four of those, but uh, they're all different colors. There's like a yellow, the red, the and blue. blue. Yeah, oh. yeah. They're great. But so great, yeah, that was a, a this year release, right? Twenty twenty one. The color scheme with all the Oyster. Oyster. Oyster Perpetual. Yeah. Yeah. The Oyster Perpetual case. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love them. 
No, they're great. I oh, love them. Yeah, 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 the yellow, the blue. I love the, them the all. Green. Yeah. The green. The green is oh. excellent. Isn't Rolex the best? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's I, shitty. When did you ever think that it, that an Oyster Perpetual that retails for sixty five, sixty eight hundred bucks could be selling for twenty thousand dollars? That's insane. That's absurd. I've never heard. Yeah, but that. that's just people being stupid. Have you ever seen? That's unbelievable. A six thousand five hundred dollar watch selling for two thousand twenty thousand. Eighteen thousand five hundred is what I saw on, online. For Tiffany Blue three-handed watch. So <laughs> and then right. even if you look at the last generation, they had this like grape purple. Do you guys remember? Yes. The, yeah. That kind of shiny, right? With like a and the indices were like green. Right? Mm. That that fucking thing is like three times as value, but they stopped making it. That I get because they stopped making it. Yeah. God damn. But they offer it at 41, but also in 36. Yeah. With yeah, the same yeah, color scheme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And e, uh, even in 31. So for me, it's such a good offering uh, for, 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 for Rolex as usual. And yeah. those ones, you, you can get them. You just need to wait a little bit if they don't have uh, any. I don't think stuff. you can. I'm sorry. No? You go right now. And you, you know what you should just for the money. Like Oyster Perpetual. Like See, it's a hard no, no, Rolex no. to get. Give me the Oyster Perpetual Blue. The Tiffany Blue. You won't get it. Okay, I was talking about the, the red one. But I don't know how much the red one is going for. On the aftermarket? It'll tell you right now if it's available or not. If I go like uh, Rolex. Anyway, keep going. Um, I think the Oster Perpetual is um, a really perfect everyday watch. Yeah. So I found the Oyster Perpetual Coral. It's 13,000 Canadian. So that should give you. So it's like the Air Kingdom. Is it? My king was seven and a half, and it's worth twelve now. This okay. one's seven; it's worth thirteen. So yeah. <clears throat> so that's the level of uh, of. Um, so, eighteen months. If right. I'm looking at my hair king. Yeah. Still, it's better than any other Rolex that you want. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Um, God damn my 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 Milgos! I didn't even realize it. My Milgos is at like seven eighteen thousand dollars. Can you believe that? Double the price. It's ridiculous. I paid ninety four hundred, and an unworn is seventeen thousand eight hundred. That makes no sense. Did they, discontinue, they discontinued it. They haven't they? discontinued it yet. It doesn't make any sense. Is it so much diffi- more difficult to get when it now? When it does, it's going to fucking. But, but go maybe down. it's because people, since you bought yours, wake up, wake up to like how nice it is, right? Like maybe. the combo of the is that you blue can't fake it, and maybe. Green and I don't know, right? <clears throat> but I know that it's um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I just find it crazy that a six thousand dollar Rolex could be selling at now thirteen thousand for the core red. Sorry, but the blue one is selling for eighteen thousand. I just checked from six thousand five hundred. Isn't it also a possibility? Uh, maybe it's uh, a, an, another point. Can you for say that possibility? Possibility. Oh, there you go. Okay, so um, isn't it also Was possible? Was it the word that you asked me last time? Squirrel. Opportunity. Opportunity. Squirrel. Squirrel. Yeah. yeah. What's the? You have trouble squirrel. with H's, right? Well, H's but there's no, there's no H in squirrel, so. Yeah, but can it, you say Sheila sells seashells by the seashore? Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> You're sick. You're really no. <laughs> Could you say those? Are? Sheila sold seashells by the seashore. Sheila sold seashells by the seashore. I thought it was okay, yeah. she sold seashells by the seashore. Or Sheila sold seashells. Oh. The same thing. Yeah. I um. What's a tongue twister in French? Can you give us one? Les chemises à l'archie duchesse sont-elles sèches ou archi-sèches? Quoi? Les chemises de l'archi-duchesse sont-elles sèches ou archi-sèches? Ou archi-sèches, That's a good tongue twister. Uh, Could you say any of that? I find this quite offensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that uh, our listeners don't understand French because that was really offensive. Yeah, exactly. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't at all. It was about shirts <laughs> exactly. and touches. Whoa. <laughs> Dimitri's triggered. Yeah, I'm triggered. Um, <laughs> That's my trigger word? 
But yeah. uh, the point that I was trying to make before I was rudely interrupted uh, was about just in general watch prices because you know like I, I have my watches on uh, yeah, on Chrono Twenty Four, like they all are going up. Yeah, my Speedmaster is going up. The G Shock is going up. Everything's going up. Yeah, it's as if as this. It's as if watches are just more popular than they were before. Especially during general. the pandemic, right? People stuck at home, they start looking into stuff they can buy and enjoy other things, right? right? I wonder if that's also combined with the fact during the pandemic there was a, um, a reduction in production. Possible. So that creates maybe scarcity and value goes up. I don't know. For sure. I'm for sure. Well, if, if we look at Rolex even before the pandemic, yes. <laughs> but look, we <laughs> saw the trick, microchip right? shortage yeah. for sure has impacted a yeah. lot of things. Yeah. Uh, cars, for sure. Cars uh, Apple has recently made a statement saying that they will be releasing fewer iPhones because of the chip shortage. Yeah. Mm. I'm pretty sure, like, you know, there are, there's equipment that requires look, chips that uh, they use to create watches. So, And back to watches, you know, mm. we were shopping at our ADs a few weeks back. I was. I was shocked at the emptiness of the windows. And yeah, part of it mm-hmm. could be people wanting to shop. But yeah. I also think part of it has to do with production taking a hit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean... So, for, just to close out on the, um, the perpetual, uh, the Caliber 3230s man- manufacturer Rolex, uh, I find it's really nice movement. Like, it's, um, it's not crazy finish, but there's like the Rolex crown and there's like the blue... Sp- uh, um, spring ne- next to the balance wheel and everything they should showcase some of those a little bit in some ways i know it's not the rolex way of doing things but they they do offer nice movement right um i know they don't offer a uh, big complication uh, at least uh, they only have the uh, is it sky, sky Dweller that has um which watch um rolex has the highest um sky Dweller. Sky Dweller. Sky Dweller, right? yeah. so beside the sky Dweller, all the other movements are let, let's say uh, more simple but they're robust and they they're a nice finish, right? When you see when you look at all the pictures, I do hope that's the way they look inside the casing. But uh, I I really think Rolex should find a way to showcase those in some ways. Maybe in the lower end of the Rolex um, watches, but still they should have a way to um, showcase those. So uh, yeah, that was my quick uh, Oyster Perpetual. Nice stint. Quite nice. Um, my entry into the second would be. The new Casio watch that was just released, it's the Casio Oceanos or Oceanos. Uh, Love it! It's <laughs> crazy good. I actually uh, today we're recording this, but I actually watched uh, uh, Jody from uh, Just One More Watch has released a video where he is reviewing the new Oceanos and he's wearing it and stuff. The new one, even the old ones were great. Even actually, one of our listeners, the um, it's like this the guy, the, the, one of our listeners, the guy from the the beer store that is a huge watch fan yeah. he was telling me like a few weeks ago actually before this was even in the news right that he purchased that Oceanos and he's waiting for it to get delivered I haven't seen him since so I would like to see it obviously in person I love the Oceanos yeah. it is it is as per Jody the best made titanium watch he's ever held in his hands yeah it's a four thousand dollars you get a Casio watch that is an atomic time so you never have to wind it because it's always syncing automatically. As it's in, it's it's in, it's like a any DG. Visually, it's a digital watch. Sorry, but visually no it's digital. An, uh, sorry, visually it's an atom uh, an analog watch. Yeah. But it has digital components because it's synchronized uh, with Bluetooth to an app that you can install on your phone, or uh, you can uh, like change things on it, adjust time zones and stuff. Quick question: How do you feel about watches that you can link 
to your phone by Bluetooth. What's wrong with it? Yeah, no, no. I'm not saying it's wrong. I just for me when I have a watch, the whole year of watches. Yeah, you took I offense don't. immediately. <laughs> is it my no? But is it my only watch? No, right? No, no. But sure. I, it has a place in my collection. To, to, my to, Casio G-Shock does it. And do you have an app? Do you sync it with yeah. your phone? Yeah. yeah. Do we want to make I have the Casio G-Shock app, and I have two G-Shocks that are steel. That uh, hold on, Casio. Do you want to make an app? <laughs> don't say yes right <laughs> so i have two watches with my casio uh g out uh, this one and i have my full metal g hmm. which i can't i don't uh, know right. why i don't know where my other one is there is my full my full metal g which is right here so oh, okay so um maybe that's why i was like saying that i feel i just don't need i don't want an app to link to my watches but i find it very cool to have an atomic watch an yeah. atomic clock that always uh, syncs that you need to you never need to to change the time it's always going to shoot the precise it's kind of like having a, a clock on your computer where mm. you you go to like time dot is mm. where like a full screen you just have the time the seconds in your location perfect right uh why this watch specifically under a thousand dollars you get a chronograph watch that's that syncs with bluetooth it has an atomic clock this watch is made of full titanium with a titanium bracelet. It weighs like 74, 75 grams, I think. Uh, the battery lasts 20 months, I, I think. Um, build quality is impeccable. It's super thin. It's only 9.5 millimeters thick, this watch. 100 meters water resistance. It's an, like, it's an everywhere watch. And from Casio, I think it's a very good example to see why they belong in the gut tier mm -hmm. it is yeah. because when they decide to build something they build it like they build the best for that price i think that you get a shit ton of value i think you get more value than the price yeah for that watch <clears throat> and you know it's well built yeah uh Highly recommend everybody checking it out. It's called Casio Cianos. The one that I'm talking about specifically is the OCW-S5000. So it's a chronograph version, but they have different versions of that specific watch. Yeah, because I've seen it at... Um, I've seen it at um, a little bit cheaper than that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get it for 600 bucks if you don't exactly, get the chronograph okay. version, but this, the chronograph version is cool. Right. Um, look at it now. Yeah, that looks great. Yeah, that's excellent. So, yeah, I, I would love to see it in person. Hopefully, I would see it from 1700 uh, bucks yeah. yeah yeah it's it's uh it's a beast oh yeah definitely and i would love to see like uh, 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 we are it's cool because it uses the analog dial like i like i remember looking at it if you're trying to set the time it uses indicators on the analog dial those yes the, the, yeah right it, as opposed to reading information it yeah goes, bit, 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 it's like on off yeah Right. Yeah, yeah, and when you set it, like if you have to like fast forward, I mean this one kind of does it a little bit because you set it up, you have the analog dial, but you set it up for digital. Mm -hmm. So you set up time, and if you add like five hours, the 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 analog hands are just gonna start moving until they get to the right point, which is cool. Yeah. So this one does the same. Uh, I really love to see it in person, and it, to me, it's always interesting because when we talk about Casio, we always talk about the the the, 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 the cheaper offerings, right? Yeah. Under a hundred dollars, yeah. like. The, the the time bank or the F ninety one the terrorist watch or yeah. the the classic G shocks right like everything within like one hundred maybe bucks right. one thirty uh, this is like a thousand dollar Casio and you can see that it's a thousand dollar watch it's oh, just yeah. it's built like like a tank super highly I didn't finished. even see this release good <clears throat> yeah very good pick so that's my second Kevin excellent so I went with something a little bit different I went with Frederic Constant. 
So the Hydelife World Timer Manufacturer Reference FC-718N4NH6B. So this uh, Geneva house, I'll call them, affordable luxury, had a lull in about 2010. In 2020, they came out and just killed it with the new High Life Collection, which is a series of their affordable luxury watches that really fits into the integrated bracelet bracket. Uh, a brand owned by Citizen, this watch um, really comes in and punches above its weight. It doesn't look like the Gerald Genta design. It has its own identity, and it takes a world time that was developed in 2014 into their high life collection to a whole other level. The watch has a 41 millimeter steel case, a combination of brush and polishes, and it measures only 12.9 millimeters thick. And beneath its sapphire crystal, uh, you'll have this little globe motif, an ode to travel, and, and it's just actually quite beautiful. Um, I have to make the comparison to what we talked about in remembering the GPHD nominated Bulgari release from Geneva days, which measured a little over 11 millimeters. This one is just shy of 13. It's not all that off. And for a world timer, if you look at other world timers out there, like I mentioned before, you get a lot of space to do uh, or to be creative. And I think that they really took their own identity and they took the world, um, sorry, the high life and I think that they made a really, really great watch. The dial is predominantly blue. It has some silver-colored applied indices, luminous treated, hand-polished hand, sorry, hand-polished hands. On the periphery, you see the city ring with 24-hour time zones represented, and an inner 24-hour ring divided into day, which is white, and night, which is blue. These different sectors are easy to identify what time of day anywhere in the world. And at six o'clock is a date indicator with a sunray guilloché finish. Um, this watch, what's great is that it comes in with a Frédéric Consta Automatic Caliber FC718, which is composed of a whopping 139 parts. Uh, they produce this in-house. The it, it beats at 28.8 thousand beats vibrations per hour. It powers over 38 hours, visible through a sapphire case back. High horology decoration, perlage, Cote de Genève on the bridges and plates. Um, the other thing that makes this watch really great is that it comes in and has three different bracelets that can be attached to it. You can have a rubber or canvas type strap. You can also have a nubuck leather strap. And finally, you can have a steel a satin finished three link steel bracelet. The watch comes in at a very, very good price of $42.95. That is my That's so third it's pick. five and a half thousand Canadian, right? About five thousand Canadian dollars for a world time watch in-house and totally adjustable integrated bracelet, which is oh, so hot right now. Uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> so I, hot right now. I would say for somebody who's getting into watches, man. Just fucking buy a Frederick Constant now yeah. because it's going to be so much more expensive yeah. in the next like 10 years. And get a high complication. Get like a perpetual calendar yeah. or get this Or get world the timer. world timer, yeah. You're going to be just killing it. Buy it and sit on it. Yeah. And then you yeah. sell it and you buy two submarines. Yeah, I don't want a world timer <laughs> and you're like, yeah, it's going to go up because... You can seriously like just... Bang yeah. for a buck, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm a big fan of them. Yeah. That's my other pick. Joy it for um, the fall. A lot of straps. I'll, uh, I'll follow you. I'll uh, uh, talk about my third pick. Uh, another Casio, because I love them. Who doesn't? 
uh, and this is actually the one that you own that I saw last weekend when you joined us at the oh. Trumbull. And I might actually p- uh, pull the trigger uh, on this one and uh, give it for myself. So it's the uh, Casio. Um, it's a Casio that I have that the G G G twenty one hundred one A one, but the difference is that the case is metal. So they just released the same, 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 same watch. That's new, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're still waiting <laughs> for the full... Oh, I do. There's, of course you do. We're still, we're still waiting for the full metal GA2100 shock. Oh my God, shock. when they do it, I will totally buy that. <laughs> but, well, actually, I'll just buy the bracelet. But, but let me... Yeah, exactly. So let me, let me kind of talk about it quickly. Yeah. So it's the same watch as mine. Uh, rubber shop is a little bit different. It's it doesn't have the the texture. It's just flat. Yeah. Uh, but the whole case is metal, and it's not like a model, right? It's a proper Casio G-Shock metal case. It looks beautiful. Yeah. It looks like a like a budget Hublot. <laughs> it looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love Hublot. <laughs> Hublot for the peasant. Not not Nico. Not Nico. Not Nico. Nico uh, yeah, but Nico Nico also did. I saw a video today. He did a uh, like a watch tier let's say review yeah. he put uh he put grand seiko into shit bucket oh, which yeah. i don't agree with at all yeah. uh, but oh, you know it's, it's subjective it's his opinion is I, it subjective he's allowed he's allowed to but you know what but but uh, he kind of did a i think have a point because he said outside of let's say certain spring drives they look fucking ugly some of them like sports models especially I always said they're, they're pretty unattractive. Models, they're they're pretty, unattractive. pretty unattractive. Pretty unattractive. All of the dress GGJ, uh, 209 there, All of know? the dress watches look very nice. Well, the, Sports the, models are. Uh, it's pretty thick though. The one I and like. the prices, some of them are really thick? price high. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they have like they have some of like uh, they have some chronographs <laughs> with like gold pushers. Uh, it look like for uh, like fifteen thousand dollars US. It's just proper gold. Chill. <laughs> you're not in that maybe calm down. you can get a you can get a vacheron for that price yeah, maybe calm down yes yeah. so <laughs> maybe chill. he has some uh, point. Anyways, he thinks Casio is got here I agree uh, that watch is it's it's a it's a classic G-Shock has the same mechanism sorry so the same they don't, they don't call it a mechanism they call it um, module yeah right because it's the chronograph module with the timer blah blah, blah world time all kinds of stuff in there um, World I time timer, chronograph, stop. What, was it hard watch. to get like the other one? No, me. I got a so, notification of PayPal buy. <laughs> this <laughs> one, this one immediately. <laughs> right, it's not available right now. But yeah. I look. If you really want to get it, you can snipe it. Uh, this one is available right now. Even though for some reason on Chrono Twenty Four, it's it's selling for more money than I paid for it. Uh, I would love to get this one because I do like the two tone. Uh, not in the same way that you guys think. The two-tone meaning, like I like the rubber bracelet with the metal. Which one did you get? The silver, the red, or the blue, or the? So yes, it's a good point. They have four versions. Yeah. They have Green. the blue. They have the blue. Yeah. They have the uh, the red. Yeah. Uh, it has like a gray matte yeah. uh, bezel, but the red dial. They have the green, which is the same gray, but with the green dial. Yeah. The green dial looks fucking cool. Yeah. Because it also comes with the green strap. Yeah, yeah it looks very cool actually. Um, with the silver, I think it's great. But. But this is actually interesting because this goes back to um, us picking our grails and you buying that Doxa. Yeah. Uh, it's because when I buy a watch for myself, right. I go uh, in a grail for myself. I f- always tend to stick to the most ba- original spec. Right. So, like, if yeah. I will get a Doxa, it has to have an orange dial. Right. Right. That's what. That's how I. That's how I do. It. That's, that's yeah. how I do it. When you buy a car, it goes to the dealership. It's like. 
that color on the poster that's the one I want <laughs> no but I, <laughs> yeah. I love I fiber want, <laughs> I want the one where I have to roll the windows yeah, myself yeah. Uh, like like the Speedmaster when I was looking for Speedmaster they have a lot of Speedmasters we all know right but for me like nothing other than the Moonwatch was ever an option exactly. it was just and Hesolite I don't care if they have the the, the sapphire sandwich. That was the only option that was there, right? right? And even now, when I look at the new one, hey, I want the, the new bracelet from the new Moonwatch. I don't care about the other ones. It's the only one that I want, right? right. So that's how I kind of I, I approach. So all that is to say is that from all of the four styles, I'm probably gonna go for the standard one, yeah, just right. because like I, I, I just like yeah, yeah. kind of like why I bought the SPB 143, right? Is it's the it's the most like standard one I, and if I, you had the option some, to get I, I the 149 like, you wouldn't have gotten the, the, no okay no yeah uh, even if it was for the same price yeah because I looked at it before. enough that I I, I realized that no I, I would probably have gone for the yeah it's just the way how I am and I, I like the standard I like the classic the most original the most let's say default spec let's say um, but if I, if I had to choose I would go for, as a second one I'll go for the green one Really, really good offering. Very I'm nice. curious to ask you if you like the original metal, the original uh, rubber strap that came with it. That's yeah, nice. Because you switched it, right, for the. I would, but you know what? I'd be curious. I probably put this rubber strap really? instead of the it's one. It's not it very has. comfortable. It's a no? bit. It's a bit. The other. It's nicer though. It has this cool, like vintage feel. I think that the other one is a little bit more. It's a little bit rough. Ho- it's a little L- bit like soft. you can see. Like my 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 wrist is a bit. It's a rough. Yeah, it's but a it has this rough. like soft type of like very listing. Right. You have to you have to see. There's very satin finish. And the last thing I would say is that that watch. Because it's not a full metal, it's just a dial. It's only three hundred bucks. Yeah, US, but yeah. still, it's a very affordable. It's great G shock. Yeah. yeah. So Carl. Yeah, there you go. How many watches you have left? I have two. Go for another one, and I'll go last. All right. Very good. So I will go next. My next one. I'm going on a little bit on the lower, more affordable side. I'm going with a brand that was revived. Uh, recently, it's a brand called Aaron, A I R A I N. So they have recently come back and they have done a faithful reissue of the Type 20 Flyback Chronograph, um, a brand that has been around for many, many years. Uh, from 1934, it was owned by Le Bois Co. Disappeared in the 70s, and in 2019 was revived. This, um, they were able to bring back Eren, uh, a new Type 20 pilot's watch. And it's a little bit, his- it's historically significant and era accurate because the Type 20 brought back a little bit from Eren's OG sister brand, Le Bois Co., um, something that I think the watch community is overlooking. What's very cool is that, um, and, and and sorry, just I'm just trying to gather my thoughts because I was just trying to put the notes here. Eren was owned by a company named Le Buanco. Then eventually, Eren disappeared in the 70s. In 2019, it was revived. And what's really cool is that Eren's OG sister brand, Le Buanco, ended up buying them and repurchasing them and bringing them back together mm. as brands. Come back to mama. You can cut and put that as a piece. Yes. So what's very cool is not only the fact that they came back together, they did a winding flyback chronograph that is exactly specced or very close to spec to the Type 20 pilot's watches of of, um, the war. 
So the type 20, what does that mean in terms of chronograph? Type 20 are actually characteristics that apparently are, are very close to that of the fly, Flieger chronograph specifications that were actually produced by Hanhart. What you need, black dial with two registers at three and nine, count up to 30 minutes. You need lumis, luminous hands and Arabic numerals, a case diameter of approximately 38. This one goes up to 40 millimeters. That's where it doesn't uh, follow, but it made it a little bit larger. Flyback function, retour en vol is called, which stops, resets, and restarts the chronograph with a single press of the lower button. Bidirectional ro rotating 12-hour bezel, accurate within 8 seconds a day, power reserve at least 35 hours, and the ability to operate the chronograph satisfactorily at least 300 times. So there's plenty of history built into this watch. There were icons built on the 20 on the type 20 that you can find Dodin, Tissot, or Mathi Tissot, sorry, and Breguet. Breguet probably is the most notable used or vintage type 20 chronograph that you can find that was built specifically for the French Ministry of Defense. So this watch has a movement from La Jouperet, the AM1. It has hand-applied superluminova. It comes in a little bit larger than the original case of 36 or 38, and now it's grown to 39 millimeters in diameter. It sits a little bit north of 14 millimeters in thickness, 47 millimeters lug to lug, which isn't that far from the original. This watch looks just like the old pilot watch should have looked like. Um, and it gets a lot more interesting. You find a manly wild integrated fullback chronograph movement de developed by La Jouperet called the AM1, like the Valjou 222 within the original. The AM1 has the specs to fulfill this criteria that, we, that I just mentioned. It gets a power reserve of 60 hours. And while it's not visible... The watch, the the um, sorry, the column wheel is treated to blue steel. Um, That's the same look that Zoander has. And some code code de Genève decoration on the bridge. So it looks an awful lot like this Valju. Like the Hanhart four seventeen ES. There you go. It looks like just exactly the same because exactly. as if it's from the same exact generation and it's based on the same type of style of watches so it looks an awful lot like the Valju 7750 but it's been reworked if you're looking for a true to form vintage type 20 type of chronograph this is the one that you're going to want to get on the wrist this one looks great in terms of size you're looking at 39 millimeter chronograph that's automatic and it's really offered under Three thousand dollars at twenty nine at twenty nine eighty. It's not the perfect watch, but the way it's built, it fits really, really well within history. So that is my other pick. I think it's a great fall watch. Put this on a leather strap. You're ready for the fall. You're ready to go in time, whatever you need, with an automatic chronograph at under three thousand uh, dollars. I'm on their website right now. Beautiful pick, by the way. Very uh, nice, huh? Yeah, very interesting. Um, it's not out yet. No, it's a pre-order right now. They're, They're still pre-order production. Yeah, but they have a lot of them circulating. People who have a chance to see them. Well, uh, very. Uh, cool. uh, that's that's for sure. But uh, but if you're into to military chronographs that are true to form to vintage, yeah, that's the way to go. Yeah, and I like there's a slider that you can like show a picture of the, the, the original one versus the one it and it's like looks dead on. Huh? It's, it's like ninety eight percent there. Spot like, it. Spot crown's it. a bit different. Yeah, and the pushers are not exactly the same yeah. angle, but. Wow. Beside so that is literally like the same font, the same, same everything pretty much. 
That's a and it's a connoisseur's watch, you know. And if you like twenty twenty, if you, sorry, like if you like type the 20, year, <laughs> if you like type twenty chronographs, <laughs> Dodin Breguet Breguet is a real one. This is one that's good. It's yeah. really under the radar and a lot of fun. So that's cool. my uh, my fourth pick. Um, we all have one left. We are over the hour. So sound bite the last one. Yeah, I think so. Uh, or we'll really really fast. That's that's the idea of a sound bite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm not biting you. You want to go, Carl? Yeah. So for me, the last one is uh, um, since the we did the um, was the G- Geneva days. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I looked a lot more into brittling. Right. And nice. Yes. I, I like where this is going. Where is it? I I like where this is going. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna follow the road. I'm not sure where. Oh, okay. We're going. Um. So I I. Like I said, I was looking more to Brittling and um, I was trying to find, um, I was looking at their divers, so the uh, Super Ocean, and I really like the Super Ocean 42. Uh, Great one. It is, it is, but the only problem is, because you guys love Doxa so much, yeah. that I was I was like, oh, let's compare it to Doxa. Who doesn't though? And uh, like the Brittling fell apart. Oh yeah, really? Oh yeah, it's a beautiful watch. Like I, I love the size. I love the size of the case. The lugs are um, seems longer because of the size, the side of the case with the um, crown guard. But at just under four thousand dollars US, um, the specs are good. But the Doxa is like <laughs> everything the Britling does. It's the uh, two times better. When I, the Doxa is three hundred T, right? Britling has the name though. Yeah, but it, like Doxa is still like half of the price. For twice of the stats, sure, yeah, right? and yeah, like yeah. with Kevin wearing his Duxa today, it's such a white nice watch. It's it's it's. I would say that because you, you were talking about the the Seiko Sumo, yes, that's like a Sumo like three Yeah, that's a Sumo done right. <laughs> yeah, better, like yeah, done better, yeah, right? Perfect. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so like, if you were to pick between the Sumo that you mentioned as your yeah. Grail for that price, obviously this is more expensive, but like that's the one that I would pick because it's it's it has the same heft, right? It's very heavy. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably even heavier than the Sumo. Maybe it feels it feels smaller because of the way it's shaped, but it's just it's fantastic. And I, I Doxa has such history. Yeah. I would I would pick Doxa over anything. <laughs> yeah. So so the Superportion Timex Forty Two. It's the, the spec. The quick, quickly. It's uh, 42 millimeters. It's 13.3 uh, for the thickness. It's 38 hour uh, power reserve from their Britling 17 caliber, uh, 25 joules, um, and it's rated for 500 meters. Yeah, it's uh, intense. It, it's intense. It's just under four thousand dollars US. Uh, but when you look at the sub 300T, um, the, the spec are. Half a, half a millimeter for uh, the difference for the diameter and the height. And um, same power reserve, same uh, frequency, the vibration per hour, same amount of joules. And it's um, tw- 1,200 meters of um, dep- uh, rating, and it's half of the price. So that was more of a, a note there. I, I was really like into Brettling, but for some reason, that's like I was like, oh, let, let me compare it to Doxa, and it just fell apart. Right, so I still love the chronographs that they uh, put out for uh, Geneva Days, the uh, Corvette, Cobra, and um, Mustang. Mm-hmm. I think they really hit, hit an home run with those. But um, yeah, that was my fault pick. It was the uh, Super Ocean Automatic Forty Two. That it's beautiful watch, a lot of spec. Uh, just compare it to the Doxa if you ever purchase uh, into that uh, price range. 
But Breitling has its following. I think it people does, love Breitling, does. and they have people who are like, I, yeah. you know, John Travolta is one of them. But uh, <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. And uh, Kylo Ren Brad also, Pitt, I think, is a, yeah, is a fan Ren, of uh, yeah. Angelina Jolie. Yeah, no, Jerry, Charlie Theron. Yeah, Theron. The Jerry Seinfeld apparently only has Breitlings. Uh, is that a thing? Yeah. I'm actually well, watching I'm actually watching Seinfeld because they, started, they put it on uh, Netflix, and I've yeah. never watched the whole yeah. show. And uh, even th- from season one, he's wearing a Breitling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, it's funny, eh? The yeah, so the I, I heard from the, po- the podcast uh, with Spike Freshin, yeah. who's like his co-writer on a lot of things. And that's the joke, as like Spike has a collection of different uh, brands of watches, and the joke is like I can never um, put Jerry into any other brands besides Breitling. That's the only thing he's buying. Okay, <laughs> so that's uh, a funny joke. <laughs> yeah. Oh my oh, god! Sorry, you only the joke like is over. Patek? You only like Patek? Oh, <laughs> oh no, that's so funny! Wow. Oh, you're so funny. So soundbite, uh, Kevin or. So yeah, my last uh, quick uh, I mentioned my last watch of uh, the full releases. So Lone Jin has been killing it. Yes. Uh, in the last like year or so, like they've been wa- going into this like the heritage route, making just a, a fantastic uh, release one after another. Uh, this one it just got released. It's not. Uh, it, they have already released the Lone Jin Spirit mm-hmm. um, models. Uh, but this one is Lungeon Spirit that's made entirely out of titanium. That's amazing. It's a $4,000 watch, Canadian, I think. Uh, but it's like a watch that will rival anything in terms of the perfect field hey, watch. Hey, and Pilot's watches. It looks like a field watch to me, and I would yeah. consider it to be as a field watch. But like, try to find a competitor for that price range that's better no, than this. No. You can't. I don't think you can. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and I uh, I sent you guys a link, right? Yeah. So this watch comes on a NATO, or I I just like the way the NATO looks. I think it looks awesome on a NATO strap, uh, but it also comes on the metal bracelet. It's full titanium, spec wise, it's a killer. Uh, obviously, extremely light. Uh, it's a little bit wide. It's twenty two. The lugs are twenty two millimeters. Yeah, but it's twelve point two thickness, forty two I think millimeters dimension the uh, case size. Uh, it's just, it's when I look at this, to me, it's probably behind the uh, IWC Spitfire, the second best. Oh, second best? Second best, yeah. Well, uh, tell me a pilot's watch under five grand that rivals that. I can't I'm thinking about it. I, I was thinking about it. Yeah. I know you say field's watch, but it's not. It's not, but to it's me, a proper it looks, pilot's watch, it, yeah. it, it looks yeah. to me like a field watch. But and it, because of the NATO strap, you can also make it look like a yeah. field. Uh, yeah. I, I, a, a lot I, of pilot's watch can go into field. Like, is there isn't one? Well, there's right. the idea of like the legibility. The and I was wrong. I think the field, the the, the Zin one hundred four. I kept saying field, field, right? Yeah. No, I kept it's saying pilot, pilot, right? No, you kept saying field. Yeah, but it, but it goes both ways. Yeah, it goes both ways. The let's say the the it's a very bo- the border is a very very let's say gra- grainy yeah it's you, hard you to like grainy uh, borders it's yeah, nebulous right? listen I love grainy borders but yeah, you, you know what I mean borders. right I think yeah, that yeah. Uh, ultimately um, it's 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 that that Longines and there's just not a lot of rivals at these man days. they are they're making killing it oh, like, and they're high end brands everything does it two to three thousand bucks they're just like better than everything else out there it's I can't. <laughs> And they again, own that like market. When we went to the, to see the to the Close. AD and we saw the Omega Seamaster 300 and then we saw the Longines mm-hmm. Skin Diver, double the price, double the quality. Like the, yeah. the Skin Diver was better in every aspect. It fits better. It sits more like, than double the price. Even, yeah. It's mm. un- unreal. I unreal. found a Skin Diver for under two grand Canadian. So what's the Omega Seamaster? Oh, I thought the Skin Diver was like 35. No. 
The new one. No. Yes. You can find one for like 1700 Kroner. If you, if you buy it like in a... No. From no, a no, no, homeless no, no, guy. No, 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 no. From the same anyway. shop from yeah. the Longin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. It's, it's, it's a lot more expensive than that. No, it's not. Well, it's 3300 Like just the, the dealer price. Yeah, the dealer price. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but, but like how can you buy it for less than 2000 what? But no, what? You asked it's this a guy. new watch. <laughs> you no, asked this guy. <laughs> it's not yeah, old no, enough. Well, like here's one at nineteen hundred. You know, is it is it broken? No, it's not broken. <laughs> Why is it's it in multiple pieces? Is it broken? <laughs> here's a skin diver, but the, the, it's an open case no, bag. Clearly, you can get But the case bag is missing the mechanism. <laughs> 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 you get the dial uh, in the hands. So funny. Uh, <laughs> now the handle has fallen into the the case. Uh, so, what was your last? My pick. last pick I'm going to go is a diver's watch. It is an interesting watch. It's it's called B&D Watches. So it's a micro brand, affordable fall timepieces. The inspiration for B&D Watches came from an horological story that began in the 1950s and continued through the 80s, which was the golden era of steel dive watches that had plexiglass and drilled lugs and something associated to the military. So B&D Watches was founded by someone named Vincent Bonneau, which is why it's called B&D. It's a reduced version of his name. It's this neo-vintage brand, and he began his story as a collector. Uh, his first serious watch was the Rolex Sub, the green bezel, and now highly collectible uh, Submariner from 2003. So as he became in like really into watches, he created uh, three different BND vintage inspired divers that has uh, the steel bezels but the markings are a little bit uh, different based on the the different colors you have a brown you have a blue and you have a black which is just typical uh, and they're color coded as such as you can find the the um, the names follow it you have the mnblu the mnbro and the mnbla so they're inspired by the they're by the French Navy. Um, you have a uh, it comes with two NATO straps, the color of the dial, and the other the color of the indices. Very nineteen fifties um, style diver. It actually, which I think is really great, is that it's a plexiglass crystal, which gives it a really authentic vintage vibe for these divers. The watch is driven by a Seiko NH35. It is water resistance to 100 meters, which is ample enough for you to enjoy swimming with it. It has a real tropical look, and the watches retail for 396 euros. So it's under 400 bucks. Hmm. Yeah. Um, really fun, really you know, easy-looking divers. Um, let me give you, though, and I think it's a good idea, I need to give you guys the specs though i didn't give you guys the specs so at 150 we are looking at a diver that is 39.5 millimeters excluding the crown so that's perfect 47 millimeters lug to lug 11.3 millimeters without the plexi 100 meters of water resistance the crown is not screwed double dome plexiglass the seiko movement that i mentioned two interchangeable straps 20 meter lugs so that's you know strap monster unidirectional bezel luminescent superluminova old radium so i have to say that this watch is a lot of fun for its um for its uh, price it is? The steel bezel a little bit different Super i'm really liking it yeah little fun watch little, not expensive for the fall perfect 
All right, all right, all right. So I'm going to unwind this? Yes. Let's unwind this. B- if you enjoyed this episode, please reach out to us on Big Black Clock Official on Instagram or email us at bigblackclockteam at gmail.com. Send us your pictures, corrections, ideas, insults, and let us know if there's any pieces you want us to review with, of course, the caveat that we can afford them. As always, be good to each other, eat some good food, have some drinks, and for all of you always shopping, happy hunting. Thanks for spending time with us, and we will see you next time. Bye. Ciao, ciao.